Here we are at another session of Old Fools Talking Old School. And I don't know why we keep getting on this religion kick. I guess that's what happens when you're totally unscripted. Well, we hope you enjoy. Go to church on Sunday, you go to church on Sunday. Everybody go to church on Wednesday, you go to church on Wednesday. Uh, if we do this, whatever it might be, then if, if that's what they do over here, that's what we're going to do over here. There wasn't no individualism. Everybody did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, cause they're, God forbid, them them old like dresses they used to put them girls in, and you come in with a miniskirt, well, you was ostracized. Oh yeah, look at, look at her fast ass. You know, she's you know so judgmental. You know, uh, uh, about somebody who's a bit different, and uh, I'm glad it's away from that kind of stuff right there, uh, cause the image was everything to. To the folks back then, what do you think? Uh, what do you think people are gonna say? You know, as opposed to today, give a shit what they say. You know, as long as I ain't harming nobody, I ain't doing nothing illegal, because folks gonna talk anyway. Oh yeah, and 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 like I say, we it was the same way we were growing up. Like I say, we went to church and 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 everything it was there every Sunday. You know, Friday and Saturday night, we were out causing as much hell and devilment yeah. as anybody. But long as we were there, church Sunday morning, everything was okay. You know, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I never quite understood that. Where you know, I'm like, it's almost like as long as you show up for church, everything that you did on Friday, Saturday night is you know is forgiven. It's okay. <laughs> I never quite understood that. But like you say, that was that image. Yeah. That, uh, you know, they wanted to portray back in, in, in during that time, you know, and as long as you, as long as you went to church, you know, just, just sort of do whatever you want to do on, on the other part of the weekend to show up for church Sunday morning. That was, you know, some of the ones that showed up for church that was, you know, deacons in, in the church, the yeah. same ones out there running with you on Friday and Saturday night, you know, you better know it. like, wait a minute, this can't be right. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Sneaking around. Mm-hmm. Got a second family. <laughs> you folks, hey boy, it's just something else, man. When you're out there trying to pretend to be, uh, again, back to that holier than thou, you know, uh, hey, live your life the best you can and stop you know, trying to judge everybody else. Cause like, like you were saying, you know, all them, uh, People that hated gay people then come to find out they gay themselves, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, you yeah. found that a lot of times. That it was almost like they, they, the persona they wanted to pursue, you know, because that was that was the the, the going thing. That was the image everybody was looking yeah. for, you know. Only to find out they were doing a lot of the same thing that they were up there, you know, broadcasting against all this time, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah man. That's why I say. It's, it's, it's a great thing to aspire to be as much like the Lord that you can be. But don't get up here and act like you, 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 the, you the next perfect person <laughs> because you ain't, <laughs> you know, you're not, you, you're, 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 you're perpetrating the fraud up there, holier than thou. And now Jack Leg preaches up in the pulpit, looking at them big legs down in there. 
Uh, why don't you gentlemen get up and let these ladies sit down? I hope the hell I do. <laughs> yeah. I got up early to get here to get me a seat. And now she want to sashay her ass in here late. And you want them oh, trying to play that chivalrous game. I ain't chivalrous, goddammit. You know, uh, we ain't we ain't finna get up. I, that happened that one Easter day. I told Roslyn, I ain't never coming back in this in this joint. It ain't it ain't God's house. It's the people that's in it that makes it what it is. But uh, yeah, why don't you gentlemen get up and let these ladies sit down so I can look at them big old legs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they if they had got up and got ready and got here on on, on time, time, they'd have right. a seat. No, nah, they wanted to wait till yeah. everybody's in there so you can see me walk all the way down the aisle. Mm-hmm. You know, I got up early to get here so I could sit with my family. Now you're gonna ask me to get up. I hope I do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat that just like I'm gonna treat that the second time you send that plate around for some money. <laughs> <laughs> Or the third time. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I don't know. I know there are some good preachers out there, but there's sure a whole bunch of them out there that's trying to get over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happens. It happens. And, and I guess in some ways it, it's it's sort of a tough road to, to travel anyway because everybody's looking at you almost like you said before, that that you are perfect, you know, mm-hmm. because of the fact that you, you, you are a preacher. You're supposed to be perfect. You're supposed to do everything right. And those kind of things. And, you know, as, as the saying goes, you know, they're only human too. Yeah. You know, they're only human. They make mistakes. And just like the rest of us, you know, they're just in a position where they're trying to, you know, as I call it, interpret the Bible, because exactly. I, I still say that, you know, the Bible has been rewritten so many times and there's yeah. so many different, you know, versions of it now and stuff. I, I don't know what is really what you consider the, the true Bible and the true teachings. And and, and in, in some cases, I see where, uh, you know, people are saying things and it's almost like, well, this this is my opinion of what, well, what, exactly. what, that, what that passage meant. And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, if that's your opinion, then obviously I can have my opinion, and somebody else can have their yeah, opinion. Right. It, 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 it's not it's not based on any kind of fact by any means. You're saying this is how you look at it. You know? That's right. Uh, uh, your doctrine, and and uh, just like any text that you read, you know, 15 people can read it and come away with 15 different things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, ever since I've been a a man to discern those kind of things. I'm like, just teach me the word in there. You know, they'll read a passage and then they'll, they'll try to personalize it with their own biases. Not just say exactly what God said. He don't need you to correct him or to explain his situation. If you're teaching the Bible, the, the flock will understand that, but you yeah. put your little, 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 little tidbit in there. And, uh, you know, not not everybody that went to that seminary, they might have known where to go and find passages, but you know, they didn't all learn nothing like any school. You know, they they, they going as they go along. And I know I had uh, on good word that uh, a lot of these pastors in, in, in different cities, they uh, 
they pass their sermons along. They ain't doing no Bible study to, to dig. Not all of them, but a lot of them, that's what they do. They, they pass the sermons around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking, I, hell, I can't even remember who I was talking to now because I, I wouldn't have never known. But we were talking about, uh, uh, I think it might have been here. Uh, one of the uh, things, you know, how we do in our community. Not everybody, but, you know, they have a church that be bustling and then all of a sudden a new church come along. Everybody start going there. And uh, so I was told that the uh, what they do is, especially when one of your great tithers is thinking about moving to another church, then they hold each other accountable to call that other church to let them know what's going on so they can have an opportunity to keep them there at the church. Right. So that's about money. <laughs> that ain't that ain't about about the word or or if you doing it doing it right and, and, and delivering the word that'll keep them there, you know. As opposed to yeah yeah man, if one of my one of my good ones call, I mean, want to join your church, you know, let me know so I can at least try to get them back. You know, I'm like man, come on, what is this? Is a hustle. So. Hey. And it, and it makes you wonder, well, why would they be considering? Now, of course, I know there's there's sometimes a situation and they, they've had a lot of that, you know, in churches back home, you know, they're, you know, difference of opinion because, you know, just mm-hmm. like society in general, you know, cliques started to form, you know, right. there was this, this click and there was that click and they had, you know, the ones that they liked and there was some that liked you know, the preacher and others who didn't like the preacher yep. and, uh, and, and then they would call it, you know, they, they would say they, they, well, they broke away from the church and they started their own church out here. And, and I always like, well, how does that happen? You know, mm-hmm. aren't, isn't there supposed to be, you know, you know, one word, one Bible, one testimony. I mean, it, well, you know, that it, it got to be, got to be that human factor. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Know, it got away a lot from, the, the teachings of the Bible and stuff, it got to be that human factor of, like I say, these little cliques start to form and, and then they didn't like, you know, the direction that things were going. So they was went out and started their own place right. you know, kind of thing. But yeah, that happened a lot. You know, you, I would listen to some of the older folks talk about, well, you know, you know, those are the people who used to go over there, blah, blah. You know, they, they started that church over there and uh, they had a big falling out and things. And I'm thinking, if you think there's ever a place that everybody should be able to get along, you think it would be church. <laughs> exactly. You know, but they had a big falling out and, and they wouldn't start their own place over there because so-and-so, you know, they didn't like the preacher and they thought he was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they, 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 the church is exempt from those same social issues that everything else has happened. Yeah. But you got those elders in there who going to demand respect because I've been here for 50 years and mm-hmm. this is the way we've always done it and, and turn around and say these young kids they don't want to do nothing well, well why don't you sit down off the airship board and let some youngness come up in there and do something but you don't want to give up your your status uh, you know you got a lady up there reading the announcements and talking about the sick and shut in look like she needed to be at home herself sick and shut in she's so old but you know you don't you don't want to relinquish the position because you got a position to let some of the youth get in there, you know. So it's a it's a double edged sword. I'm not saying just because you're old that you should just sit down, but 
hell, if you're going to stay up there forever, what do you expect these young kids to do? Mm. You know? Yeah, uh, and and the, the churches, well, I mean, I can't speak for all of them, but the ones around here are really having a problem attracting the young folks. The young, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and just like you were just saying earlier, it was almost that tradition of, you know, you, you brought your kids to, to, to church, you know, as a mother and father and, you know, they grew in the church and they became members and then that, that generational thing went on and on. And then that started, started to, to stop, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the churches around here are saying the same thing. You know, there's not a lot of youth in the church. It's a lot of the old folks and that those old folks now have sort of lost touch with how to, how to reach out to the, the young people kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the young people in the church for them to reach out to their peers kind of right. thing, you know, exactly. And there's, they're really struggling right now with, with that. And this, I mean, it's not just in, in churches. I mean, there's other institutions. I know I'm part of the uh, genealogy society and they're mm-hmm. having the same problem. No young people want to come in and learn about history and, and their, their families and things of that nature, you know, and things that, and it just, it's just starting to be that kind of issue, uh, not only like say in church, but other things. And I, I think some of it is the fact that, you know, the youth of today have far more outlets and choices than we did. Sure. You know, it was like, yeah, you know, when you only had a couple of channels on TV and there was no such thing as Game Boys and Playstations and all that kind of stuff, you know, church was a very viable avenue for learning and also almost entertainment. I mean, yeah, it was church social. was a center part of, of your yeah. social life, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a lot of things now that, that have sort of stepped in and taken that away. Uh, I think, you know, the younger generations tended to to question the yep. the church and the church's role, you know, more than probably, you know, we did because it was like, you know, you just shut up and listen to what the preacher had to say because that, that's the way things are kind of thing. You know, the younger generation started questioning that. And I think they even started questioning the, the institution of church, yeah. you know. So as a result, you know, I know a lot of them around here are having a problem, you know, attracting, you know, youth into, into the, into churches, into religion in general. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the old heads in there that's running them off because uh, I, I ain't going to say they the sole reason, but these kids are, are better. Uh, uh, they got access to a lot of information that, that, that can satisfy some curiosity. And then if you go to a lot of these uh, people that so-called have been in the church all these years, you ask a question, hell, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. You know, it's just, just, in a sense, do what I say. Don't, 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 you know, it ain't for you to question. Just do what I, that's the way it's supposed to be, you know. Right, no, that right. Ain't good enough, you know. And, 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 uh, uh, I got a partner here who's, uh, I don't know what his, his title is in the church, but he's, he's in there with the deacons and the pastor and all of that kind of stuff. You got, some old heads in there that want things to stay the same. This preacher is new because half of them didn't like him because he come in with some innovative ideas, which some were to attract the youth, but they didn't mm-hmm. like that. Right. Uh, then when the youth start coming, uh, they get a lot of the students. As a matter of fact, he was telling me some of the young ladies, you know, years ago that started coming there from down at OU, 
Well, now they uh, members of the church. They're doctors and lawyers and just all kind of things, you know, that, that kind of stuck with it. But they ran off a, a vast majority of them. Them, 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 them old dancing on the pole girls now standing at the front door. Now, you know that dress is too short. You need to go home and change. <laughs> now, you know, and, and from what I understand, I ain't no, I'm damn sure ain't no, ain't no, uh, uh, scholar of the Bible, but I, I thought I heard them say, he said, come as you are. Yeah. Now yeah. they wasn't, they wasn't buck naked, but they were just wearing the trends that their kids wear shorter clothes and tight, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, that's too tight. You need to go home. You're not addressed appropriately. Well, hell, okay. I'm gonna go home and I ain't coming back here. You know, they, that's who run them off all them. And then she know damn well, 40 years ago when our little fast ass was out there, she had on something revealing too. And now you're sitting up here and want to crack on these girls. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the smart thing to do is if, if you feel so uh, uh, some kind of way about how she's dressed, well, then bring her on in and see if you can persuade her to change it. You know, but all this, you know, singling and calling out, you know, it just ain't no way to do stuff, man. And I think, too, today, especially with all the – non-denominational churches that have sprung up the churches yep. that just, you know, Mickey Gwynn decide I'm going to start my own church. And, you know, you can come to the church of Mickey Gwynn and we do things like that. We, we invite, you know, girls with the short dresses. We invite girls with the tight dresses. We, and yeah, I mean, you've, you got choices now, you know, yes. if, if you think my skirt is too uh, short, if you think I need to be in a suit and tie on Sundays, I can go find a place where I ain't got to do that. And there, right. and guess what? Supposedly, they're teaching the same thing you're teaching. They're right. teaching the Bible too, exactly. You know, so yeah, I think that's been a, a a difference too. Is that there are those institutions out there now that are a lot more, I'd say, liberal than in years past, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of people flock to those. I mean. I mean, I say I used to when we grew up. You went to church. If you were a man, you had a suit on. If you were a young guy, yes, you sir. had a button-down shirt and probably some black black slacks on and things of that nature. Yes, sir. And as I was, you know, going to we went to a church with a friend of I that I worked with, and I walked in there that day and I saw guys in there in jeans and polos and things. And I mean, I almost took a gasp when I saw yeah. that. But yeah. that that. That was the way things were. And right. I've seen that more and more as as we moved down here and I would go to church with uh, my uncle and my mom. That's the trend. You sort of that, like you say, come as you are. If you if, if all you can sort of afford is jeans and a T-shirt, you come to church in a jean and T-shirt. We want yep. you to be in church so we can, you know, teach you, you know, the Bible and, and the, the word, as they say, kind of thing. Yeah. But yep. yeah, that you know, but there's some that didn't want to give up that old way of doing things. So that that few youth that they had to choose from chose to go to other places where you know they had it. I mean, just I mean, to me, the Church of Christ, what you know, I grew up in, was a perfect example. There was a lot of young people who didn't go to the Church of Christ because the the Baptist and the Methodist Church had choirs and they had musical music. instruments. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. They had music and stuff like that. That attracted them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they would go and, and join those churches. And, you know, some of them, you know, parents or whatever, weren't so much affiliated with 
the Church of Christ anyway. They were just sort of coming on their own kind of thing. But when they started finding out about these choirs and the, the musical instruments and things of that nature, we couldn't hold them. Couldn't hold on to them. You know that that's right. that's, that 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 piqued their interest more than than just the uh, the, the singing, the acapella singing that, that happened in the Church of Christ. So so yeah, it. Uh, it, it was almost a little bit of a competition, almost like you mentioned, for for uh, members mm-hmm. kind of thing. And if you can provide them something that, that piques their interest, it probably ain't going to take a whole lot for them to go there versus That's coming, right. coming to the place that my grandmama went to and my mama went to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, when uh, my auntie died. She went to a church of Christ and we went to the funeral. I quite enjoyed the men up there stomping their feet, clapping their hand and singing. Mm-hmm. I quite mm-hmm. enjoyed that, you know, as opposed to, now see, when I was young and was going to church, we pretty much seemed like every black church was kind of like that until they started being able to afford a piano and an organ. Right. Even right. the Baptist churches, you know. And uh, but when they got them, uh, uh, it just it just it just seemed like nice, and I tell you, for me personally, the Church of Christ, like when she passed away, it was a sad day and all that. But I was not near emo- as emotional as that 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 dang organ just prompts you to get emotional, man. Mm-hmm. When you in that church and playing that playing that sad sack music, you know they call it a celebration, but they they play that old sad music, you know. And I'm like, man, you know, it's easy to lose your water on that. You know, but Church of Christ, when they just sing an acapella and stomping their feet, it's not it's not as as pronounced and 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 and, and, and dramatic as you know the preacher say a word, da, 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 you know, and then they start that whining ass thing in there, you know. And I'm like, oh Lord, makes you sad, prompts you to be sad. So yeah, and and I know I went to the first AME service I had gone to my. My cousin was AME, and I had never been. I, I had been to Baptist. Marion was Baptist, so I used to go over there to Macedonia, over off Acme mm-hmm. Road, you know, back yeah, in the I, day. I, I, we used to go over there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we used to go over there to Macedonia. And uh, matter of fact, first time, she she invited me to church. I want you to go to church with me. I said, okay. I said, I know you go to a Baptist church. I, I'm just going to say before I go, you know, we ain't gonna do no shouting, and we ain't gonna do no running up, <laughs> running up down the aisle. If I'm going, and she's, I, don't, I don't do that stuff anyway. I'm just gonna let you know because I know that goes on, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, coming from a Church of Christ, that was that was you know that was a lot more than by all means than we did. But mm-hmm. uh, I went to this AME service for for my cousin, and they had the organ, the piano, the drums, the bass, the lead guitar. I mean, they had a full fledged band in mm-hmm. there. And and they were synchronized with the with the the pastor. I mean, they yeah. were synchronized to the point to where mm-hmm. you know, he would make a, a high sort of high pitched comment, and here go the organ, you know, and then that yeah. kind of thing. And and he was you know running around, and he was he, he jumped up in a chair that he sat in behind the the pulpit. He jumped up in the chair and stuff like that. And I say the same thing, right? I ain't never had that kind of feeling come over me in my <laughs> life. I'm like, and I'm thinking, yep. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, you know, well, well, you know, what is this? You know, <laughs> what is this that I'm feeling? You know, because yeah, yeah, when they get to going and the music, I mean, it just was just 
perfectly synchronized with with the preacher and and things of that nature. And oh man, and, and when they got wound up, oh this one this one brother was he was over there doing the running man, and there was another <laughs> sister. I'm like I'm looking around, and like you say, Church of Christ, you 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 might slap your thigh and stomp your feet. That's yeah. about as emotional as, as anybody getting. I mean, this guy was over there going off and this one girl of course she was shouting she was doing around and she fell out and the ushers ushers came over there and they was fanning her and stuff like and I'm thinking boy this is a whole lot different than I'm used to just a a show because she didn't bump her head when she (laughs) fell out did she no no exactly and that that, that, that trips me up and see uh, I grew up in a Baptist church Mm -hmm. and Rosin grew up in AME church and I'll never forget, somebody asked me, he said, well, who's going to convert? I said, hell, ain't nobody convert. We all believe in God. And we don't play that crap because you Catholic, I, the one got to convert to their, oh, no, we don't play that. And uh, But uh, their church, because when I went there for the first time, they had an older pastor. Matter of fact, he married us. Mm-hmm. And he was from the old school. He He was just calm and quiet, you know. They uh they had an organ in there, but it wasn't you know synchronized to him. But he just talked and and said the word, you know, and all that. And I, and, and I liked it, you know. Right. And uh, so because I didn't know what to expect at a Methodist church, and uh, even at our Baptist church, we had an organ and a piano. That was it when I was going there. Mm-hmm. Kid, man, you leave and you come back. They got the drum thing up there with the with the with the plexiglass around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now yeah, we ain't have no we ain't have no band, no, no uh music director. We had we had our organ player. <laughs> now they got all these directors. And then we went to Rosa Church. Same thing. I'm like, man, I said, is this Baptist or is this Methodist over here? They doing the same thing, man. So it's all, you know. I guess it's entertainment, I guess. You know, we got to do something to try to try to keep him here because they had one little preacher over there. I would have sworn he was, thought he was at a Baptist church, you know, up there preaching and walking the aisles and, and get that, when they get that little cadence, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, speak up, nigga. I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's going to turn into a money-making deal, man, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And, and it, it, it has started to go away from, you know, the way it used to be. Now, is the way it used to be the right way? Or what, I don't know if there is a, mm-hmm. a right way. I think it, it sort of has changed with the time because I think those kind of things – attract people i mean you know you got you know you got your you know used to even though we didn't have choirs i don't know when we'd go to to macedonia to a baptist church and they had you know they had the men's choir and the women's choir well you know they got the men's choir and the women's choir then they got the praise dancers and they got all the other kind of things that are going on now and i'm thinking goodness we've gotten so far away from well, how things used to be and once again i ain't saying that how things used to be were any was right. I mean, the right mm-hmm. way. I'm not trying to say that, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it some some of them are taking on a whole different uh, perspective. Yeah, it's I, I guess it, is the word. I, I still uh, 
my partner that's up there in Nashville, I, you know, he's a preacher. I asked him, I mean, I said, am I, is it wrong for me? But I, I don't understand all this praise dancing up here in them little skimpy outfits and bucking and jucking and doing all that kind of stuff. He explained it to me and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, don't ask me what he said. Cause, you know, <laughs> he, he went deep into the Bible about some names that I hadn't heard before. And this is what they, uh, oh, okay. So it's justifiable, huh? <laughs> okay. All right. Cause everybody's got praise dancing. I got the kids yeah. praise dancing. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that I say about that is if, if there's justification for it now, obviously there was justification for it 30 years ago. Right. They didn't have, they didn't have it 30 years ago. So where did it come from? You know, the Bible ain't changed in 30 years. Right. So wow. if it was justification, it's almost like somebody sort of, I don't put it that way, but something like somebody found a loophole say, Hey, mm-hmm. we can do this because if we go in here and we interpret this particular passage this way, we can say that that's what we need to do. Well, that passage has been there for you know thousands of years now. Yeah, you know. So yeah, well, I, I mean, I think some of it is too that you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just to be told, uh, back in the day, them pastors weren't the most brilliant people in the world. They were, them politicians was paying them under the table to get black folks to vote their way, and that's pretty much all they they, they gave anybody a definitive. Uh, divinity a degree that could lead black folks to the polls for them and uh, taking that money under the table because you know the church and state supposed to be separated but right. uh, I, I remember as a little kid because I used to always wonder why a white man coming in this church you know but it was election time didn't mm-hmm. know that at the time you know and uh, the preacher would be right up there skinning and grinning well as time has gone by in my opinion uh the preachers have gotten a little more sophisticated, so they can't get it that way, you know. Uh, but that's 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 what they used to do. Because again, them brothers would get up there and then start. Uh, I guess that was their simulation of speaking in tongues, you know, and uh, and uh, rah, and uh, da, 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 and they ain't saying jack, you know. Get that organ in there, synchronized with it, like you said, and yeah, and, yeah, and you you think you don't. You done, you done been saved when you get up and walk out of there because you feel some kind of way, you know. It's just, uh, you know, but when when I got up some size and noticed it, I was more enamored on those times that I went with people that just talked out of the passage. Right, right. You know, because that's what you're going to learn because, you know, in, in these average churches you go to where they do all that hoopla, as soon as they walk, walk out the door, you can say, well, so what did you learn today? They couldn't tell you. Cause they ain't learned nothing. They just been privy to the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's a lot of a lot of it is, mm-hmm. is the show aspect yeah. of it, you know. But uh, I say it's when when them deep subjects when it comes to the religion and things of that nature. And, yeah, yeah. And and I guess I just I, I don't know if there's ever a true one-way path around because I, I i was i was going somewhere the other day and i went by the, the this catholic church and i was saying i said now where where did they, where did catholicism come from you know i know a little bit about where uh you know judaism come from and the muslims and things of that nature and i'm thinking how did we get to this point 
you know, because you're thinking, well, there's probably one Bible and one God and this kind of thing. And and I'm like, how did how did we get there? Now, what what is going to be, you know, sort of their pathway? I, I don't know that much about the Catholic religion, but I know it's a very large religion, you know, and they and I'm like, well, where did the Pope come from? You know, why are we listening and going by what the Pope says kind of thing? So, yeah, it just is just a very confusing I don't know what the word, philosophy, ideas, whatever. It, it, it is, to me, it's always been very confusing. Well, I mean, we are today. You, you know, it's hard to get a straight story out of it, but, you know, the Crusaders, that's all they were doing. They were just trying to convert people over. Yeah, yeah. To, to their way of thinking. And, and it's the same thing here. That's why this uh, uh, hatred of Islam here is because it's antithetical to what their doctrine is, which their doctrine really is to enslave folks, really. When, when you think about it, some of the stuff that they used uh, in their interpretation of the Bible to justify slavery, to justify, you know, all of the stuff that they're doing. So uh, uh, and in those humanity classes that we took in college, you know, I was shocked when I found out that Islam is the only true religion that has never changed this Bible. It's the same as it was. Mm-hmm. Now, how many versions of Christianity Bible that we got? You got King James, you know, you got Church of England, you got a hell of a, a bunch of them, you know. And, and, and my question, just like you were talking about a minute ago, if we all believe in God, what are all the differences? Why has everybody got a got a different version you know mm-hmm. one says you can you can't wear pants the other one says you can't do this and you can't do that that's like that's man shit that's a, some man that decided yeah you know yeah. how yeah. he wants to do that well that ain't that ain't what god word god's word ain't flexible god said it and that's it yeah and i was you know thinking when i did this little thing i think i told you back during black history month i was doing some research on this old church that is in a community about, it's about 10 miles outside of McMinnville. And I was doing the reading a research project that a historian had done on that church. And, and they were making light of the fact that the, the plantations owners there brought their slaves to church with them. Yeah, They brought their slaves to church with them. And I'm saying, okay, I'm going in a house of worship where I'm going to talk about, you know, basically humanity and, and, and we're all one people and things of that nature. But here I have my slaves next to me who are, you know, enslaved, Mm. you know, that, that, that supposedly I own a person kind of thing. And, and I'm like, how do you, how do you justify that? You know, I, I guess I, I, I mean, I guess obviously in in their beliefs, having slaves was okay. I mean, they must must have believed that that was not a sin. And right. I'm not saying it was. I, I mean, I'm not as you said. I'm not a religious religious uh, philosopher to say yeah. I mean, but obviously they they didn't think that was a sin. Obviously, because they brought them to church with us. Yeah, but they use that to justify the cruelty and the way they treated them. Yet in the next verse, they want to be up there about how to treat your fellow man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yeah. I I just don't see how you how you rectify the two. You know, exactly. Yeah, we gotta stop talking about religion. It's just too complicated, and we don't want to step on nobody's toes.
We hope you enjoyed this session of Old Fools Talking Old School. Check you next time. Peace.